So if you're a bit going, oh, I'm Adrian, and you go, you're I'll do that fat bit. boy, and then... <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> All right. You know, I'm going to just roll the whole thing, just because it feels... All right, cool. Natural. Go for okay. it. Um, yes, so episode one of season one of your new... What did I say? I see what you did there with the word pod, season. Pod. Huh? I see what you did there with the word season. <laughs> nice. Damn, it was a trash talk. Trash. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, cool. We can't be waiting too much for the bar. Yes, so episode one, season one of your new food and culture podcast. We are here. My name is Adrian Dixon. To my left in the studio, we have the slightly fatter and older Dixon brother, Justin Dixon. Okay. And across, across the way from us, we are blessed. We are humble. Praise be. God is good. All the time. Amen. (laughs) Okay. We have the legendary chef who is... um, Michael Paul, a good friend of ours, head chef at Chateau Mate. This guy, people, pin your ears back and listen, because when this guy drops jewels, you need to go and pick them all the way up. Oh, and without further ado, let us introduce what the podcast is called. It is called Gas Mark. 10. Indeed. Bah, 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 bah. Bah, bah, bah. Why did we have the name Gas Mark 10? Um, literally came up with it because. It's the, the highest you can get. Is it the highest you can get an oven? Michael? Yeah, it's about that. Yeah. 10. So we turn things all the way up around here at the Gas Mark 10 podcast. And we talk I don't know about... who has them ovens anymore, but 10's a, 10's a big <laughs> number. Look, if you went into my kitchen at home, mate, it's, it's peak. <laughs> you turn your oven on with pliers and that. Yeah. <laughs> Only one hob uh, works. Indeed. But the struggle's real, but we keep it moving indeed. in these podcast streets out here. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Chef, why don't you introduce yourself to everyone and uh, tell us you a little bit about your background and let's get into it. Yeah, well, I'm the head chef at Chotomate, so we're in Fifth Street, Soho, in London. Um, yeah, we've been there five years, uh, on in Peruvian um, and Japanese cuisine, so it's Nikkei. Um, and we've got, um, you know, we've got just a great evolution of food. Um, we have this, we have a sushi bar, we have a rabata, we have a tempura section. Um, we also have like a hot kitchen, obviously pastry where we do our desserts. Many, many different sort of skills and techniques and, you know, great, great flavours is what I love about Chotto. Um, all our sushi has toppings. We have these tostaditos where it's like sashimi and, it's, you know, it's blessed and topped with our oh, signature sauces. We've amazing. got a grill on the front, which, uh, you know, as you come up the stairs, you can just smell the great taste of like miso chicken mm. and, you know, like coriander and, you know, mm. just all those great flavours that are just coming out of those countries. Uh, we also have the tempura section, like I was saying. So, you know, there's, there's elements to, you know, every part of it. It's just a brilliant place to eat. And people, let me make no, no secret about this. Age and I have uh, had the pleasure of dining at Chateau Mate. Yep. And the food is flames. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely serious. What is oh, what the Nick is it the Nikkei sashimi? You know that's what it is. Listen, yeah. Oh, that's one of our you know that's one of our signature dishes. You know, so we we take we took that from you know uh, you know the evolving ceviche, so a marinated fish uh, sliced. So this was you know obviously the technique of Japanese turning this into sashimi. Um, we then blessed it with yuzu um, soy sauce that we lightly thicken, and then it's what we do. Then we just finish it with tomato, a little bit of red onion, um, and you know it's just finished up with a little bit of jalapeno. Truffle oil and it's just blessed on the plate, and you guys love that. I see swallowing oh, that one, Jay. Come on. Like I didn't know who Nikkei or what a sashimi was. <laughs> I walked into Chato, but Justin sat me down and said, "Look, look, look, me good, yeah. Like you have to try this thing." And from oh, the first bite, it was like for me, it was like 
Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Every time you kept chewing, new flavours kept yeah, coming out. Great. That's a great way I to put like, it. I was like, mate, my mouth was dancing, dancing, dancing. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, that was an absolute standout dish. So yeah, if you go to see Michael, which you definitely should, at Chotto Mate, that's mine, one of mine and Justin's favourite dishes. But we're what? not all about, you know the stuff that you can't do. We're going to get you there at the podcast. Gas Mark 10 is going to learn you on some skills, a little bit of history, mm. um, and then you're just going to learn more about, well, myself and Justin are going to learn a few things from you, I think. And yeah. also, it's important, kind of, obviously, we're going to kick, I'm sorry, pardon me, Michael's going to kick game to you. <laughs> yeah, we're going to sit and go, mm-hmm. <laughs> but also, guys, if, if you're listening out there and you've got your own ideas and inspirations and recipes and whatnot and want to share them with us, we welcome that. We want this to be kind of a, a collaborative experience where we all share and we all win together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, food's a big thing at the minute. And mm. I mean, I think, not say anyone and everyone can cook, but, you know, there's, there's just great places to see recipes, to see good food, you know, enjoy. You know, just take it for what it is. It's brilliant stuff. You know, by saying that, what, what do you feel has changed in the last, what, I guess from like the when Instagram and all that started popping is when mm. you've started to really see food regularly rather than having to go to the to the restaurants and wait for the beautiful plates. People are just putting them up there and yeah. I'm hitting like, like... It's just a great resource now, I think. You know, like, it's not just a recipe book. You know, like, like you mm. say, technology is really advanced and, yeah. you know, everyone, you can get anything and everything now and I think food is just, it's a great place to see things. Um, you can almost taste it just looking at stuff, you know. You, yeah. see, you see people just take Instagram now and just, you know, they add pages just, just to see something. You know, even if it's just breakfast posts. I see some breakfast posts that are just, you know, blowing up because it's yeah. just, it gives you that sort of thought in your mind of what either what's good to eat or what you can eat, you yeah. know. It's just, it's just, I just think it's just so much resource. On top of that, you know, the chefing game is just, blown up there's not just one or two you know signature chefs out there probably like when I was cooking in like the you know the 90s <laughs> I'm putting it out there Shut that <laughs> but now it's like you know there's, there's, there's so many there's so many so many top chefs and they're established you know they don't just make their their own food they're almost like you know they're their own brand now and you yeah. know they become have like a celebrity status that people can actually follow um, you know and actually I think they're going to enjoy from that as well you know mm. learning recipes and how to cook better you know I think it's a great thing now, I think with with um, Instagram and say those sort of uh, that sort of platform, it allows someone like myself who hasn't really got the skills but likes to get about it, makes me feel like these things are actually achievable. Yeah. yeah. Rather than it just come, um, going to a restaurant and the dish coming out and not having a clue how yeah, that came yeah, together, yeah, yeah. which I think is a real. Uh, I always see them ones where it's like a snap post. You know, where they put like a plate and yeah. then then the next thing goes down yeah, yeah, and yeah. the next ingredient or the next and it kind of builds a recipe in like yeah. five or six slots but I think yeah. it takes a lot of the you know like the preparation and maybe the anxiety of cooking it's just almost like look at 100%. it and you think oh I could do that yeah. you know even if it's just egg ketchup it still Apply makes it. cooking look <laughs> easy you know? ketchup. I'll, I'll come in when it's like black pepper <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'll crack come in crack it, crack it, crack it. you know what back in the day I remember because um, obviously you're in the kitchen with your parents and your mum's got like them that those seven cookbooks that yeah, are the, yeah, the go-tos. Yeah. But now, like like you said, Michael, it's kind of people are showing you the the, the kind of the uh, culinary community is showing you kind of how to do it. And yeah. actually doing it rather than you having to look at a book and read, okay, twenty five grams of that, this, that and a third. People are you're not reading it, people are actually physically showing you how to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. in in real time and in motion. And I think that certainly un- kind of unwraps, like you said, a lot of the kind of anxiety around no, I don't really know how to do it. I can yeah. read the instructions, but I don't know how to physically do it. 
You know, that's why you know someone like Jamie Oliver is so popular. He oh, just puts yeah. it out there, like, and, and I think anybody, everybody can read his body language and understand the feeling of what it's like to cook, and you know, not just only for yourself, but how it is for your family. You yeah. know, I, I like that about him. You know, and it's you know, they say TV breaks it down. Everything, every every little bit of information out there just makes it. I think it makes it a little bit more enjoyable as opposed mm. to being a chore. Mm. If there's anything that's just grown into the evolution at the minute, cooking's become advanced. You know, we've we've learned how to use different flavors a lot, lot more. But like I think, the more we see things now, you know, it's also a lot more enjoy- enjoyable. You know, the things my mum cooks now, not what she was cooking when I was young. You know, she does like some great stuff. You know, she picks up a Gordon Ramsay home cookbook. Yeah, she's going about her life. Next minute, she's giving me like a chili. I'm like, who Ooh. made that? It tastes real. You know, that she's thing like, is like, you know, I am mother. You mean we'll cook this? I mean, cook this. Shout out to mums. Shout out to the mums. Yes. See, one thing about our mum yeah. and the dads, yeah. my dad can can cook a burnt oh. dumpling like it's my <laughs> Shout out to pops. We love you, man. Oh. Our mum has got mad skills oh, in the yeah. kitchen, but she won't give us the full recipe for anything. Why? Why is I that? I don't know. Like, so, right, so my mum, one of her... One of her like staple moves in the kitchen is she's got this uh, Bombay potato yeah. recipe, right? This thing <clears> is fire. It's fire, yeah. When I say it's fire, it's not not hot. I mean, it just, just tastes beautiful, amazing. Taste, yeah, okay. And we've all been asking her for this recipe like, for me, years. The missus, his missus, <laughs> everyone, him, yeah, right. everyone. And mum will give you three quarters of the recipe. So you're going, ah, oh, tomato's cool, potato's cool, and then it gets to the last bit. Don't quite taste how this. So we 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 pinned mum down like a couple of weeks back. Like, yeah. look, mum, something's not right. And and her response to it was, oh, it's just a little, bit, just a little <laughs> this and that, little, little this and this that, this and that, you know, this and that. I was like, you can't buy a, a product in Asda called this, this and, and that. that. I need to know, because <laughs> right. the thing is, mum tried to mum tried to style it out. It's like a yeah, little this and that. Yeah, and I was like, mum, but. It tastes the same every time you make it, which means there is a recipe to and this. You thing. have it; yeah. it's in the cupboard. Let it off. I look at it, cinnamon. I don't know. I'm gonna get it. I'm it's one of them it. things, isn't it? It's, I remember when I when I started to start cooking. You know, obviously, mum she was like, oh. You know, she's the cook for me in a way. You know, yeah, I grew yeah. up with her food and how it was. And then as soon as I started to learn how to cut properly and do different things, you know, mum's like, oh, how do you do that? And you almost feel like. I don't know what that is. It's just it might just be a kitchen thing. I mean, I know people are quite very, very secretive with recipes, but you know, in terms of what it is, I think the evolution of cooking is people just actually saying, "Look, this is how you do it." Yeah, you know, yeah. I've, I've seen that in many different well, you've um, shown ways me. as well. You've shown me, and no, I've I've tried to show Adrian as best I can in a, to follow that. Up. <laughs> yeah, certain bits might got lost in translation, but say it, got. But talking about sort of like. I mean, you show me recipes and Michael showing you recipes. Um, one of the things that happens quite a bit is, well, you know, there are scenarios where you want to show out in the kitchen and mm. you might not have the techers, but you need to get it done. I think one of them is definitely if you're cooking for your missus, yeah. you know, you need to show out because, you know, if you cook right, you might be on the good books for at least a week. If you, if you stink it up, you're cooking <laughs> at a stretch of washing yeah. up. <laughs> then you've got your boys, you know what I mean? You want to show out for the lads. And also when you're just at home on your ones, you're mm. like, you know what? Game of Thrones is coming a yeah. little bit. I want to set myself up something nice. So I've got 10 minutes to get it done. Yeah, facts, Whoa, facts, facts, 10 facts. minutes, yeah? Well, so, so Let's have a look. What we thought we'd do here at yeah. uh, Gasmart 10 Podcast is we would su- like serve up a couple of uh, scenarios. Um, Dish them up. 
and see what you would recommend for. Let's say, let's pick one. I reckon just mm. or when the boys come round. So you don't want anything. You don't want anything too uh, too lavish. Too it just lavish. Seems to like be the lads want to get into it. Comfort food. Boys around. Banter about to start flying. Yeah, the football's coming on in, in half hour. Nice. What 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 are you going in the kitchen? Where am I going? Yeah, yeah where you standard going? ingredients that every standard man on the, on the street will have. We'll take a bit of sriracha. Let's take that because I like that. Yeah. Get a bit of lime juice. Mm-hmm. Let's mix that with a little bit of yogurt. So we've got a little dressing. Stick some fries on. Pull them out or have some Doritos. Just sauce them up so there's something good to go. After that, let's just say we'll have. It's got to be a steak. Go on. Steak, chimichurri what on the cut, top. What cut, what cut Slice it up. Yeah, uh, I like a ribeye. I like the ribeye, you know. So, you know, if we're going to go with a nice big thick ribeye, let's get that grilled up, you know, rest so how, do you, how do you pick your skate? Skates? Steak. Steaks. For me, it's, it's about it's a little bit about fat content, you know. To uh, uh, is normally a cut that people, I think they like a little bit more, maybe because it has less fat in it. But, you know, when I'm coming to a ribeye, I just like it when it's been aged nicely. Mm-hmm. You know, it just gives it a little bit more depth in flavour. And then uh, I just like, as you cook a ribeye, you know, the fat really does look after the beef and just gives it a great, great taste. If it's on the bone, even better. You know, like a roasted, yeah. like a, you know, like the old traditional family yeah, roast. Yeah, if yeah. I can get one on the bone, stick it in the oven for like, you know, a good amount of time and roast it, get all that flavour out, that's the one. Hey. If, it's for, if it's just for the boys, yeah, let's get a nice steak in, 300 gram, grill it up on the pan, finish it with a nice bit of butter, rosemary, thyme. Uh, I'm going into one. No, yeah, no, don't, don't let me stop <laughs> you, brother. Rest it on a shopping block. You know, once it's nicely rested, did slice it up chimichurri on the top get it in there go on and oh, there yeah. you have it sports fans <laughs> there you have it that's why we mess with Michael Paul because you get them jewels I hope you picked them up <laughs> yeah and if not just rewind the podcast and <laughs> <laughs> listen to it you can do that easily now you know? it's yeah. not a tape anymore <laughs> trust me that's cold, that's cold. Actually, quick, actually probably worth uh, breaking down very quickly chimichurri can you buy that in the shop or do you have to make it fresh yourself? How, how yeah, you can. I mean, you can buy that in the shop. I've seen that in Waitrose. Um, also, if you want to make it, you know, you need a bit of coriander, a little bit of parsley, take some garlic. You know, normally they'll use a pestle mortar or something mm-hmm. like that if you've got one. Or you just chop it really finely on the board. Once you've got it to that level, put it into your put it into a bowl. Then just take a nice little bit of... I like something like um, white balsamic. That's mm, nice. That's and then nice, a nice that. olive oil, olive oil. You know, just mash it up a little bit, mix it, a little bit of jalapeno chop. You can do red or green, you know, and lift it up. I'll tell you, a nice little binder for that would be something like uh, green Tabasco, you know, just to, just to give, bring I it all together. Just got in, you know what? They were doing a promotion at my local supermarket. Shout, shout out your local, man. <laughs> oh, Tyke Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> I love Morrison. In fact, you know what? That's an absolute lie. Let me reload that. So, you know what? I was doing a little uh, shop at my local supermarket, which is Lidl in the W. And they were doing a promotion on, um, what's the classic Tabasco brand? The one with the little kind of um, hexagon, uh, like that. It's got, I can see it, but I can't, mm. I can't see the name. I know the one you're talking about. But they basically had three um, different Tabascos on promotion. There was like a, a smoked Tabasco, a classic red one, and then there was a green one. Yeah, what's that the, one's brilliant. That green one is the it's different brilliant. levels, bro. Yeah, it's Why got such a nice one? seasoning about it. I love it. It's like, you know, it's a jalapeno green chilli. And I just, I mean, whatever's in that, it just tastes great. You know, everything about it is just so well-rounded and so well-seasoned. Just brilliant. 
I don't even look at their recipe it just tastes great that's all I know when I, if, I, if I use that instead of the red one um, yeah. normally what I notice is just the note of the pepper comes through a lot nicer for me you know that's what I like about it in terms of the red one I always find it's a lot more spicier and you don't really get that taste of pepper as much you mm. know but with the, the green one, it's just so nicely yeah. seasoned. When you add that to something else, it almost just lifts it up and you know just makes it great. Hallelujah! And don't, I, I'd say don't be, don't be scared of them. <laughs> <laughs> don't be scared of them chili sauces out there. Not I'm telling all. you, that's that, that's something that I've um, come to groan with in the last few years. Obviously, being at Chotomate, where we've got a South American taste, um, understanding and tasting chili, you know, and the difference of chili. It's been something that's quite been been a bit of a journey. Where yeah. something I think European market we're not kind of we don't really look at it too much you know red onion chili coriander they're quite hard flavors that are not part of this you know this this part of the world you know um but i'm telling you now that though you take them chilies and you add things to it you know it just oh, it just tastes great you know so don't be scared of srirachas and you know the tabascos and you know all of them brands out there take them add some yogurt add something else to it lift them up you know it's just great it's great for seasoning that i'm gonna get one more recipe out of you mm. um Due to the fact that Justin and I are going to DJ tonight. Yep. Um, and so we come home late from the club. We, mm. we, we usually crawl into the house 3, 3 4, 4 in the morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? The worst thing to do is come in the house and just have to hit that microwave. That ding, 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 ding. Yeah. That is so annoying. That, yeah. And you know what you're eating is trash and you're going to fall asleep and you're falling asleep and the food hasn't digested, you wake up the next morning cramped up. Oh, if you're yeah. Justin, you come home, you bang down 15 hot wings from like <laughs> a local chicken shop. Then you phone me the next day like, boy, I'm going to be late. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So well, I'd love to get a couple like a couple recipes in our locker that we know we can come home, make something real quick just to go um, just to go to sleep with. Yeah, I mean, like, kind of the, the scenario is kind of, what should people keep on deck at all time for that coming home late situation? I think just have it as a normal situation. I normally have like, for me, I always keep it fresh. I think try, mm. you know, like, I think everyone has a thing in their head where if you have, if it's fresh, it's best. You know, there's that old sort of phrase. I like to try and keep something along that in the lines in my fridge. So I always have like a compartment where I have cherry tomatoes. I'll have some spring onion. I'll always have some avocado. And then I always have like the condiment factor. I'll always have like a little bit of balsamic, white or dark. And then I always have some olive oil and rock salt. So I always know that I can always make a nice salsa. So it would always be, you know, the, the worst case scenario is, you know, if you boys are coming home, Justin, put the put the loin of cod in the fridge, you know, then the hey. next day you come in, get that in the pan, nicely yeah. roasted, you know, in some olive oil and then finish it up with a little bit of butter. Yeah. You know, like just let it rest out. And then after that, just take, I normally take the cherry tomatoes, chop them up, drain a little bit of the uh, the fat out of the pan, put the cherry tomatoes in. Take your avocado, chop it up, mix it with the spring onion, add all the rest of the bits in there, you know, and just make like a salsa. Fish comes off. You know, all you need to do is serve a bit of rice on it, you know, just keep it simple, but My everything, Lord. just make it tasty. Fresh is best. And then fresh is best, exactly. You just keep it all fresh as possible. And I think that's like an important thing in eating at the minute. You know, it's too easy to go down a... You know, Mickey processed days. element. You know, I, uh, you know, you know how it's living. You know, but it's just, it's just too easy just to go to the supermarket and pick something up because mm. you know it's going to be convenient. You yeah, know? it's just easy. But um, so on that recipe, which sounds like an absolute banger to me, but that sounds like a probably about what fifteen minutes to yeah, get that's like a yeah, that's a fifteen minute. You put the fish in the pan. You know, while that's cooking, that's probably going to take you about nine, you know, to ten minutes. Yeah, and then if it's a nice thick, thick piece, you know, like for two of you. 
Um, and at the same time, make your salsa. By the time the salsa's made, you know, you could Which actually is... put the rice on, put the, put the water on in the kettle so it's boiling. Nice. Good you tip. Know? And then after put the rice in, to, you know, so it's cooking same time as the fish and it should all kind of come around 15 minutes. Awesome. It'll awesome. be a bit, you know, there's a bit of a push, but, you know, relax a little bit, take five minutes out of that, get a, get a beer or something, you know? So what's your go-to? What's your go-to? What, but come back from the club? Yeah, or you just come back, what's the, what's the go-to? You open <laughs> the fridge up oh, or whatever, yeah. what do you do? Road, yeah? Do you know what? If, right, if we're lucky, I have to say Caribbean dish, a patty. If there's a patty yeah. in the, if the patty's in the fridge, you can't mess it up. Or in the freezer, you are you come back from the club, you open wow. up like oh ハウタイジューシーパティーズレイブインストールナウ。ハウタイジューシーパティーズレイブインストールナウ。ハウタイジューシーパティーズレイブインストールナウ。ハウタイジューシーパティーズレイブインストールナウ。ハウタイジューシ